0: Just.
1: The Anime Bar Podcast. I'm Jimsta,
0: and I'm Alleycat,
1: and we're two friends who love anime and love cocktails, and decide to do a podcast all about it. Every month is a different anime. This month being Assassination Classroom, and every week is a different cocktail to go along with the episodes we just watched. Allie Cat, what's this week's cocktail?
0: This week's cocktail is made with gin infused with butterfly pea flowers, champagne, simple syrup, and a touch of lemon juice. This classy cocktail will dazzle you while you watch Class Three E make their way through the island's luxurious hotel. Jim to cause it the assassin 76
1: yes and when you pour in your lemon juice at the end with the gin it makes this cool like uh, color changing purple thing to mimic the poison in this week's episodes
0: if you want to try out the recipe it's posted on our tiktok at the anime bar
1: if you make this at home we would love to see your pictures so please stitch us on tiktok or tag us on instagram or twitter drink up and let's get started this week we are covering episodes 19 through 22 be warned there will be some spoilers so if you haven't seen these episodes yet they are streaming on funimation and episode 19 called pandemonium time the students make their way up the mountain to see the mysterious man karasuma is poison and the group has to find a way to get past all the hired assassins so what were your favorite parts of this episode
0: so this episode 1 I finally figured out the one that I've been the green haired girl's name Kayano I've been saying it all wrong. So if you've been like screaming at your whatever you're listening to us on um I finally figured it out you guys.
1: Oh, does she have a name? I thought she was just like other friend.
0: No, she's had a name like this whole time. I just don't know why like I catch it. Like this isn't like a oh I don't care to learn their names cuz it's in another language thing. I'm just bad at names in general. So
1: There are a lot of a lot of names. There's a lot of students in this anime.
0: There is. You know, so in this episode, I kind of liked that um Karasuma, he's kind of hesitant about, you know, so they have to scale up this mountain because they don't want to, like, be detected or whatever. So Karasuma's hesitant about their safety or, like, whether they can even do it. And then once they kind of just, like, jump on, um, I see that, like, he really does believe in them. and And I love that, like... I don't know. I love this, the shift or like this, how we've watched him grow to care about these kids over this season.
1: Uh, does he, I mean, I think he cares about the kids and all, but I mean, do you think, are you saying like he cares? Cause he doesn't want them to go on this mission or he cares. Like they're able to do this.
0: I mean, he cares because, I mean, they were going to get killed. I mean, it was possible that they could get killed going up that mountain, like, scaling it. I mean, they'd have no equipment or anything, and then they don't really know what they're going into. So, um, I don't think he really, he wanted them to go into this mission.
1: Yeah, but Korosensei talks him into it. Or Korosensei makes him realize, you know, that these kids have been training under him, so they are capable of doing this.
0: Yeah, but... I do like, then they all jump on and they're like, you know, oh yes, we got this. Like, um, and they, they have no hesitation. They know that they can do it. Plus they're excited to, um, help their classmates. They really care about each other. That's the other thing that I like that this progressed over the season is like how close knit they got, like, I don't know if it's like trauma bonding. Um, but like at this point, you know that they're kind of a family.
1: Well, I think it's, it's all of Koro sensei because, uh, before they were just kind of this misfit group but now they he's really given them he's given them the i don't know how to phrase this self-worth is that correct like he's given them like the ability to see inside themselves and know that they're more than what people think they are
0: yeah i i agree with that um then <laughs> one one of the funniest scenes i feel like in this episode is um mr k having to to carry yelovich up the mountain
1: oh cuz like She does not want to be left out. The students are like, why is she even here? But she... uh, Yelovich, I also have FOMO. I do not want to be left out. But she also doesn't... Can she not climb the mountain or is it just faster this is to my drag thing, her up though, that way?
0: Is She was like, she was talking shit about the kids on whether they can make it. Like she was like, oh, they're not even going to make it halfway up the mountain. And then she needs to be carried. And then as she's like being carried, like she's like screaming at him like, oh, like I'm not even that heavy. I'm light as a feather. And she says something like, um, uh, come on, work those guns. And like, <laughs> she's doing no work at all. She's just on his back like a little monkey. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but you know she's gonna come in useful in a little bit.
0: Yeah, so she does end up coming useful. Um, and then big surprise, surprise, it's it's her titties and her piano playing skills. So I
1: okay, I I would disagree. I mean, yes, her boobs are helps her a lot in this. You know, she's got that that charm, but I think it's more the piano playing because she kind of she. So the kids climb up, get into the the hotel, but there's a whole bunch of bodyguards on the lower level, and there's a—I don't know—is—is is there always a piano in hotels?
0: Like fancy hotels?
1: Oh, I don't think I've stayed in a fancy hotel. Then.
0: I mean, it—it it definitely helped her that she's beautiful. I don't think she—if she was butt ugly and walked over there playing piano, well, I think they would have been like, "Hey, get off the piano." So.
1: I, I will say that her looks were. I'm going to say her looks are 25% of it and her ability to play the piano is another 75. Cuz she got them in.
0: No, her the looks were like playing. 90% were like... of it and her piano was 10%. She no. could have gone on there and played Twinkle Twinkle Little Star like a 10-year like a 5-year-old and no. they would've been like wow. I
1: disagree. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's cuz she played whatever that classical song was and now that cuz I knew it when she was playing it from all my years of playing in orchestra and then now I I did not write it down in my notes, so sorry. Oh my gosh, I can't remember my orchestra teacher's name. Sorry for all of that. I f- I failed you, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's more of her piano playing that uh, you know allured them in.
0: I don't know. I I have to disagree. I think that maybe the students it, it it mesmerized the students. They were shocked. Like they were like, oh, she can play piano, but um. I feel like for the adult men, they were already drooling, like, before that. And well, so, that's like I kind of don't agree. Um, She was, Karasuma says that she has, she's an assassin with multiple blades. And um, I feel like ugh, she's kind of got the same blades.
1: No, she can play the, she finds a way to get in, like, the piano thing. She didn't just go in there and be like, hey, I got big boobs, look at me, I got big boobs. She kind of did. She no, she in stumbled in like she was strong. That's skill, you know? Okay. Really? Think... Can you just act drunk? Yeah. I don't believe it. Okay. I don't <laughs> believe it. I, I think it takes skill to, like, go in that way and then act that way. And then she was like, she knew to go to the piano, and she, it's her skills. She, she's like, a, what do they call it? A Swiss army knife. <laughs> you underestimate her.
0: <laughs> and that's, oh.
1: that's what she wants. She wants you to underestimate her, and you're doing it.
0: I do feel like... So, the kids were kind of, like, roasting her afterward. I mean, they always do. They take every opportunity, too. But, I mean, they basically were like, wow, I didn't know she's, like, capable of that, and blah, blah, blah. I feel like uh, Mr. K got defensive over her.
1: Well, she's a... I don't... Maybe it's a love interest thing, but I think it's more of a respect, like an uh, assassin respect thing. Because like, like the student, there's like you and the students, you're underestimating her.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I do feel like there's a little more. Like this is, I'm shipping them. They're they're going to hook up. At least, uh, not this season. Next season, though, probably.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't think they're good for each other. I I think she needs to end up with Koro-sensei.
0: I don't know. I don't know. He has that, like... um flashback person we don't know what's going on with that person
1: i think that person's dead
0: (laughs) so then so once they she helps them get past this then they run into their first official opponent it's um smog and his skills are poison i guess like herbalism kind of you know to to make poison gas and everything and that kind of reveals that he's he's the guy i
1: I thought when he poisoned, because he he's this waiter and he comes in and then I does he poison Karasuma right off the bat? He gets you in know, there close.
0: No, he's like talking. He's trying to pretend like he's like a normal dude, and then the students recognize him uh, as the waiter.
1: Yeah, but then, but he doesn't come in like. But then he poisons him, right?
0: Yeah, he because they don't put it
1: together. That. They don't are like, oh, you're. You poisoned us until you poisoned Karasuma, right?
0: I remember him saying like, now that I can't get a clean break or it's basically like a darn, you got me. So let's pull out this poison gas kind of thing.
1: At that moment, I was like, that's the mastermind. That must be our mastermind. And I got confused because you were asking me, who do you think the mastermind was last week's episode? And I would have never guessed the waiter. Luckily, that's not who it is. But I was confused.
0: Yeah. No, they do kind of set it up. I thought it was my first time around too, I thought like that was the big reveal and I was like, "Man, that's kind of early." But um no, he's just he's just the first first Yeah, round. he's
1: one of many assassins.
0: I do feel like they they set up this building, like the whole the whole setup for these next few episodes is almost like a video game. And so you have like the the mini bosses and you're working up your way to the main boss.
1: I and I like that. I like that it It kind of gives you things to expect. So, you know, they they end up defeating him in this episode. Or in this episode. Yeah, in this episode. But they end up defeating Smog and getting past him. I like how we have, you're like, oh, it's the next level. Because it it gives you this excitement building up to each episode.
0: It does. And I just want to point out, Mr. K, such a badass. So he gets, like, hit full on. I think it was um, Tarasica, like, runs out there. Tarasica's being a dumbass, as usual. And... Then Mr. K gets like hit full on with his poison gas. And he's still going. Like, I thought that this was going to be the moment because we already got rid of um, Yelovich. she's stuck downstairs. So I thought this was going to be like the students are all on their own kind of thing. But he really trucks through even with his like, I'm feeling him a little more in this, even with his fanny pack on.
1: Well, any great vacationer knows that a fanny pack is essential. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) He had
0: literally nothing in that fanny pack to help. So, I mean, clearly that was just a a fashion choice for him.
1: I will say, though, I I, well, We're going to get into. There is another character here who has another kind of backpack that I enjoy with what was inside theirs, but I'll say that for the next episode. They get past Smog, and then Karma. I don't know what is up with Karma, but Karma keeps wanting to put Koro Sensei down someone's pants.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know karma's just a psycho and we're gonna see him be even more of a psycho later but um i don't know i think that this is like it's middle school related humor so it fits it fits him finally because these kids seem like so grown up do
1: you think karma's gonna end up putting Korosensei sensei down anyone's pants N-
0: no <laughs> um i hope not
1: i mean if not in these four episodes season two <laughs>
0: well, maybe i feel like that that would be a little bit crossing the line there
1: i do think this episode gives me. Okay, if Takaoka last week grossed you out with his lip licking, this guy freaks me out. I, I don't have his name written down. I don't think they say his name in this episode. But oh. there's a guy eating soup.
0: With the gu- he's like he's like sucking off no, that's not the right phrase. Um
1: He's like drinking. He's slurping. I don't know. I feel like all of this sounds wrong.
0: He he like dips the gun into the soup and like and drinks nope. it
1: out of the barrel. He like
0: yeah. He's drinking it. Uh, he um, there's no way to say.
1: It. But he's all like he he's definitely trying to get out the the barrel of the gut. All the all the juices. It. He's the
0: uh, yeah uh, the juices.
1: But and then you you're like oh is this like a a one thing? No, that's how he eats soup. He doesn't have a spoon. He has a gun. Nope
0: he he has a a gun that he just he just sucks off
1: <laughs> yes <he's, laughs> he sucks off that all the soup out of the gun
0: it's it's the i mean even i think it's like later scenes but since we're talking about it um he just sucks on it like throughout the rest of the the season for some reason
1: well i mean we don't have a lot of the season left but he does he made an impression he made such an impression in my mind that that is one of the main things i think i have like seven things in my notes of him and that—that just... that is one of them.
0: Yeah, I think all of mine is like, ew, the sucking.
1: <laughs> yeah, whoever does the sound effects for Assassination Classroom, you, we don't need you to go this hardcore.
0: No, we didn't need it.
1: <laughs> but uh, the kids <laughs> didn't
0: need those sounds.
1: The kids make it up to the next uh the next level, and they see their next boss, and this is a, a interesting person.
0: Yeah. So he—they revealed him in this in this episode. Right? Yeah,
1: he has got a name.
0: Okay, so they re- they grip, and I guess he likes to imitate like the old ways of the samurai, and so he has a yet big-
1: yet he looks like was it Doctor Franken further from further further from Rocky Horror Picture Show?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't say that.
1: He's got that necklace on, and he
0: I, f- I felt like he gave me a surfer vibe more. Oh
1: really? I no, you are mistaken.
0: Like the He's blonde def- hair, and then the necklace gave me like puka shells.
1: Those were pearls.
0: I know they were pearl. I don't know. It gave me. I don't know. It gave me surfer. But his voice definitely wasn't. Um. But he he says hun a lot. Yeah, and, Rocky Horror
1: Picture Show vibes.
0: Oh, uh, it gave me Trisha Paytas vibes.
1: Oh, that oh my gosh, that weird lady.
0: Yeah. Every time he he would. Like, cause he said "hun" like out of place, like he's all the time, and that's what Trisha Paytas does. She goes "hun," like I can't do her things. I
1: don't know, but he so... gave me a Rocky Horror picture. I know who she is, cause I was—I I, want to say—was it last year? Something. She's always drama,
0: <laughs> yeah, and I love some
1: drama. <laughs> so, like last year, she was in some kind of weird feud, and I was obsessed with it. I think I threw off my YouTube algorithm by watching too many <laughs> of her videos.
0: No, so that's exactly okay. So, not only did Grip give me Trisha Paytas vibes because of the Huns, but then he was like, Oh, well, this is just like the personality I'm trying out right now. Um, you and basically, like, he can kill them off, you know, so nobody, like, nobody's gonna get to see it if it doesn't work out. And I'm like, mm, I feel like that's her, like, that's the male version of her.
1: Okay, well, I, I think it's uh, Dr. Franken further. Further, is it what is his name? Further? Further? Dr. Frankenfurter? Yeah. But whoever, the Rocky Horror Picture Show guy. So I'm going to put a poll up on Twitter at the anime bar and you vote who you think it is more of. Remind me to do that, Alec. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But this grip guy also very strong with his hands because he he is do we meet him leaning on glass and then he kind of just like squeezes his hand and the glass shat- not shatters but like cracks where his yeah, hand was yeah
0: he just kind of hits hits the glass with his hand and i think he says he has no weapons and it's just his hands on this one
1: yeah so and what it looks like is like at the end of this episode it looks like it's setting up for him and karma to go head on
0: which you know what i don't get is like i think the end of this episode the kind of um what is it cliffhanger that they leave us on they're like oh Karma's gonna go head to head with an adult i mean like karma always goes head to head with an adult like karma karma's always ready when he first came in he was ready to kill a teacher I'm saying like just in normal life, like I just think that he's probably already has like as a person gone head to head with adults.
1: Possibly. I-, I think but we never see it. The only time we see him go up against someone is the other student from his flashback. That's in true. Kora-Sensei.
0: But he did seem pretty ready to kill a teacher when he was first introduced. So I feel like
1: I though no like getting to know karma. It just feels like, oh, that's Karma just saying things.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I think that brings us, you know, that should take us into to get into episode 20, Karma time, second period. Karma gets a chance to redeem himself against Grip. The girls have to make a solo mission along with Nagisa to get through the club so what I really liked about this is just starting off because um, it kind of went in with, with last episode Karma squaring off against Grip here and he actually didn't go just straight for the attack which I think you usually would assume Karma would um, he's using defensive moves and uh, as as Sensei points out this is Mr. K's defensive moves that he didn't teach the children it was just Karma watching him as he was blocking all the kids attacks while he was teaching um, and I thought it was really I, I found it like a cute moment and it's kind of a reminder that like kids are always watching you and learning from you even when you think uh, you know that no one's looking.
1: I love how you're calling him Mr. K. It's totally giving me Batman the animated series vibes.
0: <laughs> I like how Mr. K is always just like surprised at the at how much the kids admire him. I mean and I I do understand his surprise in this one because you're like oh like karma respects somebody and I think that's really rare but I think that also attests to like I mean how good of a person Mr. Mr. K is. Is. Um but during this fight um We were talking about how Grip was imitating being uh, like one of the old school samurais, and he switches it up and ends up. I guess he had one of those the poison gases from smog and tried to surprise Karma with that, which pretty messed up. It was an underhanded trick, and it was almost like a like oh like too bad kid like this is a real fight, not pretend.
1: Yeah, he actually like sprays it in Karma's face from what we can see, and the class is very. Very upset because all the students are watching from the sideline. They're kind of yelling at him, being like, where's your honor? You said no weapons.
0: Yeah, and he he pretty much said like you know I think you said it before. Um, it was the assassins the assassins way you know to do this like this you know it is it's real life it's a real fight and I've always kind of had that thing I've never understood um, in shows this whole like fight with honor thing. Um, I'm kind of like fight to live man like forget honor.
1: Oh really? I'm totally like fight with honor and respect. If you go down, then you know you can go down with your your head held high. Uh, but you know. Karma's, karma's also learned some tricks too
0: yeah and I feel like so they keep going back to the test with this so karma has has the ha, ends up having like a, a smog thing himself um and so he gets him back and has him paralyzed but during this time like where they reveal that uh coral sensei is kind of like narrating or talking and he keeps talking about how those finals really hurt karma's ego and I find that one I find it really awkward because like one <laughs> Everybody just standing there while Coral sensei is like doing this whole lecture on like karma's ego. And it's it's not just this show. All animes kind of do this, this awkward just narrative moment where I'm like, what are the characters doing during this? Are they just standing there? Like, it's really weird to me.
1: Yeah, it's that weird thing kind of in animes when you see that one character all the way across the room they whisper something and then the character nods or i understand what you're saying or i get it and they do the move it's like how did you hear them
0: yeah and um i do i do during this like whole speech about car you know it, it's basically karma's character development is is what they're talking about um i forgot that he was a psycho for a moment like just for just a moment until he pulls out this like weird SM like snm face rig from out of <laughs> nowhere and he's like oh yeah. Don't don't think that I wasn't going to take this chance to torture you it has like i forgot like it's uh, wasabi and something else
1: uh hot mustard
0: yeah and then Nagi saw. He was like narrating it, and he's like, "Oh, we all forgot that uh, Karma's a sadist." And I'm like, "What? They're only a middle school. <laughs> this is so." Uh, uh Sometimes the show like trips me out on these things.
1: Well, Karma starts going through every. He's like, "We got wasabi and hot mustard, and I have ghost chilies and chili paste and hot sauce." I'm like, "Man, Karma's the guy I want to be with when I go to a restaurant. He, I love me some condiments, and Karma's got like a good. I love some spicy condiments, and Karma's got a nice." collection
0: although i feel like they're only meant for torture they're not meant (laughs) meant for food purposes. you don't think if
1: i had a dry chicken wing he'd be like i could be like karma can i get some of that goat's chili sauce he wouldn't let me so
0: i think he would make you pay some horrible price for it
1: oh well i mean if karma hasn't stolen my money already remember when he (laughs) stole koro sensei's change purse that's true but uh they end up tying this guy down and karma's had his fun and they go up to the next like is it the next level or the next room and turns out to be some kind of is it a teen nightclub or what is it
0: you know i my first time watching this i like for sure thought it was like a kids club because i thought that that's what they were saying and then now this time around i'm confused i'm confused or or out. but what's out, like the drinking
1: age for in japan
0: i thought it was 18
1: so i i don't know but then they're middle schoolers but are they supposed to be like we're walking through like we're high schoolers or middle schoolers tall i don't remember i thought it's,
0: so that's why i'm like i'm confused and i'm gro- grossed out by this because so then their plan is like oh let's go send the the middle school girls in because that's like the totally normal thing but some reason the middle school boys can't go in because that's totally not normal for this club. And do you think it's
1: like an undercover thing? Like we'll be less conspicuous if it's just the girls kind of, the girls can maneuver through easier than, if the guys are there with them.
0: But why? If they look... Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I do feel like it was all set up for na, for Nagisa. Well, uh,
1: everyone looks tall in this anime. High schoolers look like they're middle schoolers, but then everyone looks like they could be adults.
0: That's true. Um, So yeah, age... What are they... What's the Yakuza guy that was in there? He looked like a full-grown man.
1: But does, does Karasuma look like a full-grown man? Yeah. But then... But then I also feel like, I don't know, Tarasica looks like a man.
0: That's Tarasica I- also sounds like a man. Like, he sounds older <laughs> than, than uh, Karasica. Well, yeah,
1: I guess you're right. Because some of the kids have, like, a lightness in their voice. Or some mm-hmm. of the students have this lightness, childness in their voice. And then some of them are very deep and talk like this. I hope it sounds good when <laughs> I did that voice.
0: Yeah, it it's, it's really weird. But this whole club setup, I don't know. I'm going to say maybe it's just, like, an 18... 18- an 18, 18 and up and like teens night yeah like a teen's night or something i don't know then they were like oh no the girls can't go in alone even though they're all trained as assassins too we have to send in at least one guy but let's send in like the girliest guy
1: well i'm well yeah they they picked Nagisa because they can dress him up and he looks like a, a girl but like would you want to see karma in a dress
0: Kinda. I think I he, think he would it be all. funny as a girl. I think he would be like Bender from Futurama, where he was just like when he's gender Bender. Yeah, and and he's like, let's just slut it up. I think that Karma would like want to take advantage of it too.
1: I do think it's the hair. It's Nagisa's hairstyle that gives him like the feminine touch. And you know what? Nothing wrong if you want to like have that cool hairstyle.
0: I mean, yeah. Plus, he's he's like short. And then so skinny. He's very and- androgynous, I think.
1: Which is, oh, which they say is a good skill for an assassin to have.
0: Yeah, but Nagisa seemed very uncomfortable by that. But his girl voice was like a little too perfect.
1: I don't think he needed to change his voice at all.
0: No, but then he went all in. For like somebody that didn't want to do this, like he went all in on it.
1: It's, but it's that thing. Like if I'm doing this, I'm going to be the best person doing it. That's true. So Yeah, so they enter this club. And they actually, they enter and they get harassed right off the bat right from some kind of like drunk guys or some guys hitting on the girls and um gosh what's her name one of them pulls out a pin that they got from yellow oh
0: um i actually have her name down somewhere yada
1: yeah she pulls out this pin and she's like we're in the yakuza don't mess with us or we're gonna like everyone's gonna come after you and the other girls are kind of impressed by that
0: i was too i was like oh like do we secretly have a student with like a yakuza parent and then like later you find out she got it from uh from Yelovich and she has like a box of all these pins from like and the dude she's I don't know. Do I'm it. not
1: in any like underground gang or anything. But do gangs have like their own pin collection? Like pins?
0: I don't know. Because the know. way
1: Yellowvich dumped that bucket of pins made it seem like and did she kill all those guys or all those people?
0: She made it seem like that they were like gifts to her. I don't know if they were her trophies or if they were her gifts, but it's possible.
1: So, she she has a ton of that. It's a comical amount. Of pin she throws on the desk in that flashback yeah but they're walking through the club and you know if you're gonna hit on one of the one of the girls i guess who's who's the one that someone's gonna hit on of course it's nagisa
0: and th- so the person that's hitting on her is like i guess like a rich it's like a, a he keeps referring to his dad. So his dad's like the rich you know person and he's very awkward and the thing that got me was like the little anti-weed propaganda that was in there um he pulled out like it looks like cigarettes at first Which I'm like, wow, what conveniently packaged weed. (laughs) to just well, say it is, it is a
1: gateway drug
0: <laughs> yeah so that um you don't you kind of don't know it. i feel like it's a, it's not till the end that you see that it, like it's weed but like he's nagisa is like oh this is um uh Koro sensei says that that's a gateway drug and you know those are unhealthy for you blah, blah blah and it's just like this little righteous moment that they have on that well
1: nagisa doesn't even want to be there he kind of was like hey you want to hang out with me and the other girl's like oh this could be a great diversion so, yeah you know you kind of keep him busy and we can kind of maneuver our way through the club so we can let like their mission is to open a back door to let the guys in through the back
0: yeah um and i think they overall just found it funny like i think that they found nagisa being uncomfortable in this girl get up just funny kind of messed up but i mean it kind of follows it, it's an anime trope that it, it goes along with you know the beach days and all of that you always have a gender bent character
1: saw is kind of on this what pseudo date with this guy he's like got her got him a drink got nagisa a drink and it's telling him wonderful stories about how his dad uh fondled a coworker.
0: yeah like sexual assault was supposed to impress press nagisa to <laughs> to make him go out with him but i'm kind of i'm kind of glad that he was like Ugh, why would i say that that's weird
1: i mean he did do that thing it's like foot in mouth you know you just blurt out something you're like oh crap why did i say that thing this guy it, you know i feel for him but he makes it tough Tough to be on his side.
0: Yeah, um, I feel like I don't know. To me, this whole episode was a little bit disappointing. It was it was such an awesome moment to let the girls go in on their own and and kind of have like you know. Well, ki- they have
1: their kick ass moment at the end.
0: I mean, they could have had a whole kick ass moment, but I mean, this is like this episode would not pass the Bechdel test. There's not like one point that they're not talking about boys or it. It's it's not the best, but I feel like f- for its time, for for the anime's time it's all right it's just not one of my favorites it, it, it didn't set them up right but they do have a badass moment in the end
1: well that that guy hits so they try to take nagis they they go get nagis on they're like hey girl what's what's we're leaving now so they they grab him and they're walking out but this this guy's like hey i got my last chance to impress her i'm gonna show her my sick dance moves and his dance moves are this is sort of another moment where i'm like dude i know those dance moves that isn't me in the club and just kind of, I don't know, is he doing, uh, he's dabbing he's like kicking around and he kicks an actual Yakuza member and it's going to start a fight. And the girls are like, this is our way to get through the door.
0: This is where I'm confused about the age group in this club. Because that Yakuza member looks full grown. Um, yeah, I do
1: think it's like a teen's night.
0: Yeah. So that's why I'm just like, ew. Like, did adults like sneak into the teen's night or something? Or
1: actually, you know what I'm thinking? Now that like, now that I've thought about this again. His dad is a rich. He's a rich guy. He's a rich kid. Mm-hmm. This is probably just like uh, for rich kids, we turn the other way kind of thing. Probably. But then why is he in there trying to hit on adult women? Uh, this is weird.
0: It, the whole thing does doesn't make sense like i i feel like this is just overall like this this episode just didn't come together um it's almost a filler episode to me
1: well i enjoy that the girls kind of like knocked out the yakuza member and were able to come I love that scene. They knock him out and then two of them kind of pick up his body and drag him off to the side a little bit. I thought that was a little funny. Um, but, you know, they, at the end of the episode, Nagisa was like, "They did, the girls didn't even need me. They were capable of doing it on their own. I don't know if it needed to be said out loud through a whole episode, but it did get said.
0: Yeah, I and I was I was kind of grateful for that because I was like, yeah, Nagisa, he, he was kind of sad about it. He's like, I didn't contribute anything. And it was kind of like, because eh, you didn't need to. Like,
1: But those girls were like, or oh, did you? you
0: yeah, for the entertainment flashes,
1: but then it flashes to that scene of the the rich kid and he crumples up his this is where we see the marijuana leaf on the cigarette packet but he crumples him up and leaves a on a waiters like tray. He's yeah. like, I'm gonna change my ways. And I hope he <laughs> does. I do I hope he does change his ways. Yeah. But I think that leads us to the next episode, episode twenty-one. And is it just called XX Time or Double X yeah.
0: Time? It's it's yeah, it's XX time or double X time.
1: But uh sensei comes up with a plan of attack to help the students get past the last assassin in our trio and we find out who the mysterious man who poisoned the group truly is or who's the guy behind everything. so i am gonna say just right off the bat that i was right last week and i'm jumping ahead but i'm so excited because i screamed and i was watching this at work so i screamed at work and then i texted you right away i was like takaoka (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah i didn't want to tell you when you said it last week i didn't want to like ruin it but yeah you were right
1: i was right fine like finally i, <laughs> I get something right so i i'm i'm happy already but what, what were you what did you like about this episode
0: um so in this episode, um, ah, uh, so Gunsucker is on like the stage and the kids are kind of hiding behind seats and he's got like crazy hearing. This, these people don't seem human with their abilities. It's kind of weird. Um, so Koro Sensei's kind of directing the kids and I love, um, first he was using their names and then he's like, well, now I know you guys' names. So then Koro Sensei switches it up to like numbers or like details about them and he, he does like to the one that like checked out the maid you know the main oh, place and enjoyed it tarasica was like how did
1: you know this
0: was like keep it to yourself that's nobody's business but mine and i'm just oh my god i was rolling at that
1: i yeah this is a great episode because we actually give um i don't know their names i don't know if you know their names they like this is a sharpshooter couple
0: oh yeah yeah the sniper twins
1: yeah they got oh i thought they were a couple are they i mean twins they are but i just like
0: to call them are friends. you
1: shipping them or are they a family you gotta know. decide <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) But they... Before they enter the auditorium, they knock out two guards, or not them, but the collective group not of students knock out two guards, and they take their two actual guns, and they give the two sniper couple twins, whatever they are, uh, the weapons, and they're like, you guys are our chance of getting past the third assassin. Is his name just, are we just calling him Gunsucker?
0: Yeah, we're just gonna call him Gunsucker.
1: Oh, man, and I thought he just like drinking soup out of the gun, but no, he just loves the taste He's... of the, the gun barrel.
0: He just loves sucking that gun it's really weird. It's it's so much gun sucking. I t- <laughs> throughout this whole thing.
1: And what it, I don't know, I forgot what it was always said. Like don't funk on anyone's freak. So I mean, it's weird, but you know, if it's this thing, I'm gonna just. He can have his thing.
0: Uh, I'm judging him.
1: Okay. (laughs) But the kids are running around because Korra Sensei comes up with this awesome plan. So they're running around and I love this part and I wrote down the quote because one of the students says, or, oh, he says this after, but one of the shooters, it looks like from our students, pops up and Gunsucker shoots that that person a whole bunch of times. But it it turns out to just be a scarecrow. And then the two other, uh, the sniper twins pop up and they do their thing. But it looks like... They Miss Gunsucker with both their shots
0: oh yeah I remember that scene I know what you're talking about oh did you um,
1: watch this episode
0: no, I, yeah i totally watched that episode okay. awesome. I was just lost for a bit <laughs> um
1: it looks like they missed him with uh both their shots but it turns out that they were actually not aiming to kill because koro sensei doesn't want them to kill anyone
0: yeah which is i don't know kind of weird to me because eventually they're gonna have to kill him but whatever
1: and i have my theories about this i don't think that they want to kill koro sensei or i guess they want to kill koro sensei but i don't think that's koro sensei's plan for them i think he's training them to become assassins for something bigger and i don't know if you watch season two or not yet but that's my like after seeing this because in this episode he's so this and then the next couple episodes he's like so focused on them not hurting anyone or not hurting not killing anyone that i think he's training them to be assassins but he doesn't want them to be assassins just yet
0: i don't know i think that it's this normal trope that happens where the good guys can't kill it's like this it's almost like it sullies their images you know like you know how there's like some versions of batman who like who just won't kill and because then, then that crosses him over from like to the bad guy. I think that that this that's just one of those things. Like,
1: I don't know. Does Batman ever kill? I don't think Batman kills.
0: There's some some Batman's that kill. Like, didn't he kill um, in the Dark Knight?
1: Like the movie, The Dark
0: Knight. Yeah.
1: Did he kill anyone? I thought he just like permanently paralyzes people. <laughs> You know he makes their life miserable for the rest of their life, <laughs> but he didn't kill you. You're gonna be in a wheelchair forever. when You're not dead.
0: Um, yeah, I don't I know. Can't.
1: Maybe we'll rewatch it. Or if you know if Batman's if Batman's killed someone, please tweet it to us.
0: Yeah, I feel like I mean he at least kills the henchmen. They always kill the henchmen, but they really don't like to show it. I
1: don't know. I always feel like he's just like extremely hurting them. <laughs> I don't know because he, he everyone ends up in Arkham eventually. You think Joker's just getting new henchmen like every time he breaks out? People are still like gonna work for this guy, even though he's gonna get caught again. and I'm gonna die.
0: Yeah, Joker killed his own people.
1: I don't know. It doesn't seem like Gotham's gonna run out of people, run out of henchmen. There's like 18 villains in Gotham, each with their own set of henchmen. I know. And if those henchmen are keep dying. We're running out of henchmen.
0: I don't know where they get them from, but they just keep getting more. I'm sure somebody has a cloning machine or something. I don't know what it is.
1: Or do you think it's like a family thing? Like, a, like my granddad was a henchman. <laughs> (laughs) My dad was a henchman, and when I'm of age, I'll be Joker's henchman.
0: Yeah, because they seem pretty loyal to
1: him. Oh, man. I just... Well... There are no more henchmen left because we go up to see the final boss and it's Takaoka.
0: Uh, okay and then some reason so like we've been seeing the final boss kind of talk but he's been like shadowy throughout this whole thing but the itching did that bother like that made me itchy.
1: I was like what is going why is he it's it doesn't look like he's itching his face. It looks like he's scratching into his face. Like he's like
0: full yeah like digging into his face and it's disgusting. I just feel like this this shows on a mission to just gross me out.
1: Oh, well, because he does not stop licking his lips okay. this guy's like i've been through a lot i'm scratching my face up but i'm gonna keep licking my lips
0: just in the most disgusting super loud i'm telling you, like the people who did the sound effects for this just went all out on the nasty sounds it's it's weird but i have to give it to it like did did takaoka lose weight
1: i mean whatever he did i, I need to know like it, he lost weight fast he
0: lost weight that was only like what like a month or something yeah, and he got he got skinny. I think it's being crazy. Being crazy is the secret to weight loss.
1: Yeah, because well, crazy and embarrassed. Like he's he's embarrassed because of what happened, and this is what set him off, and he wants revenge on the kids. But man, did you think it was Takaoka? I mean, yes, we saw Takaoka and they were like Takaoka. But the way he was scratching his face, I thought mind control, maybe, or oh, something no. got to him. I thought like something happened to him, and he that's what made his mind snap. Not no, he's he's, just,
0: he's a. He's a Crazy. man baby. He was a man. You saw him throw that weird fit um, when he lost, you know? And then even- The scratching goes- of the
1: face though. Oh, that's what threw me off.
0: Well, because he was saying like it just made his skin itch to think about it and this and that. I think that he was always unstable. He said something like, where is it at? I have it in my notes. Um, that that was the moment that his, his mind went off the rails. And I'm like, this dude's mind was never on the rails ever because he's been doing that torture stuff like to the military dudes before the kids so there was something wrong with him from the beginning
1: i think i think he just never failed you know like he's always had perfect results and this is the first time he failed and he failed hard
0: yeah there's yeah i think that he's gotten away with everything for a long time and he finally had to deal with the consequences of it and it he couldn't take it so um but you know what i hate it so Karasima, at one point he's like are you out of your mind and like i i I like yelled at the TV. I was like, clearly, like... (laughs) why is this a question right now dude have you not look at his face like he's digging into his face why why would you ask that
1: do you think karasuma knew i mean not from the very beginning of this whole adventure but kind there is a point where after they finished gunsucker he's like this guy is not an assassin or oh. the mastermind is not an assassin Do you think he kind of already pieced it together
0: i think he yeah i think he had somewhat of an idea or they at least knew that it was somebody that they already knew
1: which i didn't think so so like i didn't think it was someone they knew i thought it was kind of a third character but when you pushed me to name a character we met Tonkaoka.
0: yeah i mean the or the what's his name this, like... red
1: eye is it it was his name red eye
0: yeah, from- but Red Eye didn't leave on, like, bad terms unless he just randomly decided. Yeah, he or-
1: wanted to poison the kids. Yeah. Oh, man, I totally forgot to say my favorite line from this thing. But after they defeat Gunsucker and everyone's, like, congratulating everyone, they're like, Sniper Twins, you did a great job. There's this character who made the Scarecrow, and it's like, this is me, the guy who doesn't get any credit, but did, like, an amazing job. He's like, well, I just made a Scarecrow until a little silence, but no big deal. I'm like, I feel you, man. You did a great job, and no one... No one cared.
0: Oh, yeah. I yeah, I loved that. He's the real hero of that whole thing, because how did with that guy super hearing? All he knew well, was that he didn't. Where did he that get so the much.
1: material? Yeah, he where made did he a get scarecrow? It?
0: You got the material, like, without moving around, without that guy noticing, without hearing the material.
1: He stuffed it. Yeah. He set it up. He made a prop gun. Yeah. He was like, I got this, guys. And everyone's like, good job, twins. We did it. (laughs) We did it, guys. He's like, well, I guess I did do all of this, but whatever. It's fine.
0: (laughs) But, uh, so... Going back to to Taka Taka Oga. Oga. so he goes back to the daddy trope and just ugh. Look, I already find the whole like i, f- I find the word "daddy" gross as is, unless like I'm a child talking to my father. But it's it's the daddy combined with the lip licking that he was doing in this episode.
1: Well, he's lost his mind. That was literally. just
0: really really getting to me. I feel like they're they're getting more disturbing as as we go on with these and it kind of like it kind of makes me hesitate on whether I want to see season 2 or not um well
1: i mean save those thoughts for after <laughs> the next episode cuz i'm going to ask you that
0: <laughs> but yeah so going on um to episode 22 nagisa time um so uh nagisa oh so did we talk about in this last episode um he he has the vials and oh did we talk about that at all no okay so the kids are poisoned i don't think i think we forgot to mention this so the kids are poisoned. We all, we already know this. Um and they they're going to that hotel to go get the what is it called? Anti- the antidote? Yeah, an antidote. Ah, uh, anyways, they're trying to get an antidote. So this is this is where we're at. Uh Takaoka has the antidotes. He has like a a briefcase of the antidotes. This is in episode 21. And um him and in Nagisa's facing off. And Nagisa's actually really not facing off. He's kind of like he's being apologetic. He's he's bowing down. He's um he's making him d- Like Taco, cause like tell him, tell me you're sorry for making me leave, and he does it, and um, he still like threw up the briefcase of antidotes and shot it, like destroyed it. Why
1: are all the antidotes in glass vials?
0: I I don't know.
1: Is that is that how? antidotes well, come
0: i in? was gonna say now that i think about it it's a st- there's some stability thing too like plastic you know seeps seeps up stuff and then i don't know there's there is science behind it
1: i will say though and i'm not a scientist but i will those glass vials didn't seem like they had like lids they seem like solid glass vials yeah with they liquid in them not you, like, like you would have to break it to yeah get you have the to break dope.
0: break them they're scored at the top fun fact i studied in pharmacy tech. You <laughs> so said antidotes. I studied antidotes. <laughs> um yeah, they're little they're scored so you can just push on them with your finger and then it So they look like, like that. They look like that. Yeah. I mean those looked like really big, but I think they are big ones like that.
1: How you did you ever feel like throwing them in the air or like blowing up a briefcase of them working no. as a pharmacy tech?
0: No, I was just trying not to cut myself.
1: Okay. Wait, you would open them, and what did you pour them into something else?
0: Um, no, I would never pour pour them. You like suck them up in a needle.
1: Okay, giving people in antidotes a sir-
0: in a syringe. Yep, all the antidotes. Okay,
1: but <laughs> well, that leads us to the next episode. So right? yeah.
0: Yeah, so then that leads us to episode 22. I think that makes it easier for y'all to follow. Um, So Nagisa's pissed. Like, he did all this groveling, like, um, and then now his friends are going to die. Like, they did all that just for them to die. And kind of going back to past episodes where, like, they were talking about how he might have what it takes to be an assassin. This is kind of like this scary moment um, where we don't know if Nagisa is going to snap, but tarasica is able to snap it you know snap it out of him and Nagisa is able to pull off one final move and then later on Smog, Grip, and Gastro will reveal, reveal, their, reveal their true intentions and then um, later in the episode Koro sensei goes back to his original state and they make the most of their day so this is like a, a really packed episode it's it's the f- finale of the season Um, so what did you what was your impression of this
1: I will say this being for the last episode of the season I, I, I can't can't be like if you only watch four episodes pick at these four but this is i was super pumped up for this last episode
0: yeah this this was an intense fight this was like kind of like it was almost like nagisa tapped into his inner karma on like you know being psycho- psychotic but i do also really love what this one is more Tarasca growth, right? Because he he almost feels like the character that would have been pumping him up to kill, and instead he he's the one that that pulls him out of it.
1: Yeah, I just Tarasca. Yeah, Tarasca is poison, right?
0: Yeah, I so we. I had this in my notes for we
1: Yeah, last episode, Tarasca, we find out that Tarasca has been poisoned. But he's kind of been like, I-, I can't let anyone know. Back when we first met him, I was like, I don't know about this guy. I don't know if I'm going to care about him. I care about mm-hmm. him. Because he's grown in, since we saw him at the, the swimming pool episode. To now he's grown so much because he he's been poisoned. Nagisa's the only one who knows, and he's like, Don't let anyone know because I can't fail this class. I can't I've already heard this class so much that I we need to succeed. I can't fail you guys.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, you had disagreed with me a bit during the pool episode, but I think that each time he's messed up, um, he's learned from it. So the first time was Nagisa, he used Nagisa as, you know, like the suicide bomber. And then um, you know, from there, I, I feel like just each time he kind of gets introduced into the plot you see that he's taken on like new lessons or he's really taken everything to heart um i feel like he's had the biggest character growth out of all all the characters in in this season i mean even karma i
1: don't know if he's learned Per se, I do think though he's he's grown to love the rest of the classmates. Like this is his family now. Like this is his tribe, and he wants to do whatever he can to protect this group of people.
0: I do. Uh, so one thing that does bother—why do they all put things in their in their mouth? Um,
1: is this Takaoka putting the vials Takaoka in his mouth? had
0: the so there, Then he like he reveals that he has like what like two vials or three vials or whatever. It's not enough to save everybody. But he, I mean, he puts them right in his mouth, and I'm like, dude, this is glass. Why are you? Why do you all do this? Nagisov with the knife it, in his mouth. <laughs> we have-
1: is this thing like you have something in your hand and you just like? I don't chew know, on your hand. but it
0: really bo- bothers me in this show. They do it a lot. Um, I because to me it makes me nervous because that's it's not that's pretty fragile glass, you know? And I just keep like imagining that it's gonna break in his mouth, which I guess kind of a good thing for him. Um
1: Yeah, but we need that. Yeah. We need the antidote.
0: Yeah. So I do like that finally that training with Lovro comes in. Yes. Um, uh, cuz i was like oh when is that when is that coming in here it is um so nagisa ends up doing that finishing finishing move and it's almost like it's almost nagisa's normal move which is kind of come in and be unsuspecting but he he dropped the knife and then he had the taser off on the side so it was a distraction move and um he tases tr- uh, not Tarasaka. <laughs> he tases gym teacher too many teenagers yeah. And, um, but this
1: plan would have been worked out without Tarosica. Like if he if Tarasica never threw the taser up there, mm-hmm. then Nagisa would never have had two weapons to fight with. Oh
0: yeah, but I do think that like so when he's going to do the move, um, it's kinda like doing like the flashback to to voice. Um there's only certain conditions in which you can perform the move this. can be yeah, done. Yeah, that you yeah. can do this move. So I think yeah, uh Tarasica, I guess gave him the final condition, like But Nagisa was
1: already in there. Like it was well, well th- this wasn't man, I planned just split hairs now. yeah
0: i mean it wasn't a plan for him to go in and do this move
1: but he was already up there like i have to fight takaoka
0: yeah i don't think i don't think he knew and I, I don't think anybody knew it was going to come to this
1: i do love this whole scene nagisa i love uh gosh i always forget his name oh man i just said Tarasaka. <laughs> gosh i'm never gonna remember his name it's because we have takaoka there's too many t names yeah and then like Karasuma. but i love koro sensei how Koro doesn't even know what's going to happen. Because he turns to Karasuma, like, if it looks like Nagisa's gonna kill him, or something bad's gonna happen to Nagisa, I need you to do the finishing blow.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: He doesn't even know what's gonna happen, and Kuro sensei kinda knows everything.
0: Yeah, and then I love, like, at the end of the fight, he even goes, like, he's like, whoa. Um, and he admitted it himself. He said, like, this is the first time I didn't know how this was gonna end up. So Yeah,
1: and Nagisa takes down Takaoka, and then Karasuma's like, let's get off this place. Did Karasuma say, let's get on the helicopter and leave? Was he talking to the students
0: i don't know um
1: because they did not get on that helicopter
0: no i i think he says the copter after so i think we're skipping a little bit because oh.
1: the the assassins the uh, the three other assassins yeah we get a return of smog grip and gunsucker
0: yeah so first there's this moment where you're you're kind of like is he gonna f- like how how is he gonna finish off um, the gym teacher and then he decides to just like electrocute him and I wanted to talk about that because like the gym teacher just starts screaming like another oh
1: begging for his life yeah kind of screaming for thing. his life
0: and he's like no don't smile at me like that like I'll never be able to sleep and at first I was like wow you're being really overdramatic but then I kind of thought about it imagine if like a middle school child like you thought a middle school child was about to finish you off like kill you and then they just give you this like smile and they're like thank you for everything you've done that's really just Disturbing. I,
1: I thought nagisawa was going to shock him in the nuts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I kind of get his reaction on this one. But yeah.
1: But yeah, I feel you on on takoka it that is something. If that happened to me, every time I close my eyes, I feel like I would see Nagisa smile.
0: Yeah, it's just it, it it's haunting. It's haunting. Um, but yeah, later the the assassins come up, the the three from earlier, and it's the lips. It's the lips on the Han guy, <laughs> for me.
1: The Hon is that gunsucker? No,
0: the the one that Karma tortures. Oh, grip. Yeah, grip, and he his lips are all fiery and red and big <laughs> from the pepper being stuffed in there. And I'm
1: still getting rocky horror picture show vibes
0: <laughs> no i feel like
1: if he had heels on he totally would be no the his clothes
0: made it over the top trisha
1: i'm posting it guys instagram and twitter and if i figure out how to work tiktok it'll be there too would <laughs> you all vote who's right
0: It's, he's, uh, you have to see it. I feel like it's, it's the Huns with everything. Anyways.
1: But they emerge out and it it feels like they don't emerge like, oh, you guys defeated our boss. It kind of is like, we don't know what's going to happen next.
0: Yeah. And so they kind of come out as like the good guys. Um, They reveal, like they didn't, they thought Takoka was also crazy. And um,
1: yeah, we find out about the poison.
0: Yeah. So the poison turned out to just be a food poisoning this whole time. Time.
1: Which is rough. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had food poisoning, but I'm out of out for the count whenever I get food poisoning.
0: Yeah. And then I don't know, there's this like moment where I feel like they're trying to like recruit. Like it feels like a, a, like a military recruiting video to me. Like cuz they all get on the helicopter like crossmas like oh, we're going to have to keep you for questioning or whatever. But it's just it's just this like we're you know, we're good guys and like being an assassin is like, you know, an, an admiral job and then they fly off looking all cool and everything. And I was just like this is so weird. Are they recruiting these children <laughs> for assassins? Well, I
1: have two things. First about the helicopter again. I really feel like Cross was like, let's all get on the helicopter and leave this building. But then only the assassins fly off on the helicopter. Because all the children are still on the top of the building. I th- Am I wrong? I
0: think he was talking to the assassin. I think that's when he told them that they needed to be questioned.
1: Okay. It felt like it was like, let's all get off this building. Because Takaoka blew up the like bridge to get off the building right
0: yeah i mean because he was
1: like this is just a fight between me and nagisa
0: i really don't remember it could just be one of those scenes where they're not going to show like you know you can't fit all 15 people in a helicopter so they had to make like a couple of trips right
1: i do enjoy the part where grip is walking past karma and karma's like you want to fight again yeah you want a rematch right now and grip's like we'll fight again when someone puts a bounty on your head <laughs> I was like yep that's gonna probably happen to karma
0: yeah for sure um
1: but everyone's just food poison and they all recover to enjoy their final day on the be- on the island.
0: Yeah, and um, I always love fourth wall breaking. So later on, they're they're all back. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's fine, and um, they're on the beach. And they think they're in their school outfits again. And
1: yeah, they're all dressed in their school yeah. uniforms. And
0: so they say, I for, One of the characters goes, designing an outfit for just one scene is a pain. So they're almost <laughs> they're explaining why they're back in their school outfits. And I just love those little moments, like um, in in episodes
1: you know oh yeah oh man i forgot to say another line you saying that reminded me of after they defeat takaoka karasuma sends yelovich a kind of a beeper message that the mission's been complete and she stops playing the piano so yelovich has been playing the piano since she's we saw her last up till this moment just playing the piano and then she's Stops and says, I have the sudden urge to walk naked on the beach. Who wants to drive me? (laughs) And all the guys are like, of course they want to drive her. I just thought it was hilarious. Just imagining how many songs she had to play just to like keep... Keep it going until they got up because they already passed the guard. She could have just been like, Okay, I'm done. Now let me just walk out. She committed.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I can't ever t- tell how much time has lapsed because I know they had a certain time limit they needed to get up there. So I want to say it was like 14 minutes or something like that.
1: What, you think all that happened in 14 minutes? It
0: was a short time limit that they had to do. I think, oh,
1: man. would it that be possible to do long. all that
0: in that time? No, but do animes make things like that happen? Yes.
1: Well, Yelovich did her job, so she's probably walking naked on the beach. (laughs) But we have another person who's enjoying the beach, and that's Kuro-sensei who finally goes back to was what, what are we calling this like original form?
0: Yeah, so he's out of his, his, what is that? His ultimate form or his final state. And now he's ready, you know, he figured, they tell him like, yeah, it's like the last day. And he's like, I want to fit everything in. Um, but there's the weird thing. So they, they all, they're now in their like individual swimsuits. And it's like, he's like perving on the girls cause they're in the water and he wants to join them. And I'm just like, Ugh, Coral sensei, like <laughs> why are you crossing this line?
1: <laughs> No, because he they say Koro sensei come play with us
0: after like he's water. doing his thing. No, because
1: they're luring him in so they can attack him. Because so, in the scene before that, everyone's shooting him with the BB gun. Yeah. And then the girls are like, oh, we can join in, too. And they're in their bikinis. Well, So first they lift up their in suits. And they're like
0: quiet. And then they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Come on in. And then he realizes like, oh, yeah, the water.
1: I like that one girl. Is it the green hair girl who's like, you all wore bikinis? Under your suit, oh, yeah, no like, one told me. told me. Yeah, I like that. I don't understand, I don't remember her name. Maybe the girl that they said was chubby in the pool episode. Yeah, why does she have to be eating a whole watermelon in the background? She was she's got both, both halves of the watermelon, and she's not like eating one half and just has the other in her hand. She's go, she's like, I don't want to say it, but she's double fissy. <laughs> this, these watermelons, and why come on, she's been through enough.
0: I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, you had to do her like that. But you know what? I would too for some watermelon. That
1: must be a really great watermelon. She was enjoying that watermelon. I mean, after like
0: having like food poisoning, that must have have tasted really good. So I don't blame her.
1: But it kind of ends our beach vacation and Nagisa narrates us to, uh, what is it? Oh, this. Is it Nagisa who's like, this semester's over or is it Koro sensei?
0: I think it's Nagisa. I think it ends with Nagisa.
1: And just like this. Or not well, are semesters and terms the same thing?
0: Um yeah, because this can't be they have to they have to kill him by the end of the year. So I think this is only like their first half of the year.
1: So yeah, so the, the, it's kind of just like we've gone this far and we've learned this much, so it's not slack off or I think Cora Sensei comes in as like we we have to get prepared for next semester or next term. Mm-hmm. And that's kinda where we end season one.
0: So do you think that you're gonna keep watching?
1: Okay. To be very honest, my answer is yes i am invested this show started off super slow for me i think if you could go if you're listening from episode one to now you could see how kind of i was bored with it the first four or the first six episodes mm-hmm. but this last half of the season i i'm totally in i i'm excited to kind of see what season two has in, in store what about you
0: so for me i actually (laughs) i started the next like the first this next season and then i had to stop and i was like oh no because then i'm gonna like accidentally start talking about it in this podcast so i'm already starting the next season
1: i'm excited to see kind of where they go i think i've talked about this either i've talked about this with you on our downtime or i said on the podcast but i do do image searches for assassination classroom to kind of make some of the the Instagram posts, when you see the wonky posts, those are probably mine. But I saw a picture of them. and It looks like in space suits. So I'm kind of excited to see, do they go to space? Or those like cool assassination suits? I don't know, but I am excited to start season two.
0: Yeah, I am too. And <laughs> I am kind of glad that like, I don't have to take notes over it too. So it's going to be nice to watch it freely.
1: Just to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, just to enjoy it.
1: But do you have, now that you've seen all of season one twice, who would you say is your favorite character?
0: Uh, Um, you know what? I have to say, I think it's Karasima.
1: Whoa, that is... I'm shocked because first episode we're complaining about eyebrows yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, what a, my favorite character. He, gr- what he grew on me. I I was going to guess Karma for you. but I
0: almost, you you were Surprise. almost right. I, and then I was in my head, I was like, nah, like that's got to be everybody's favorite character.
1: So I don't know. Do you want to take a guess at mine?
0: Um, oh, we're, yours is the baseball dude. It,
1: it, Sugino is way up there, <laughs> but I think I'm going to go with Tarosica
0: oh that is surprising what
1: the growth from the pool episode to now Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm in i'm rooting for him yeah it's tough it's him and sugino up there i hope they both i hope they make it i don't know if their lives are in danger but i hope they make it yeah so do you have a favorite episode um our favorite moment man i know i'm putting you on the spot do you want me to go first yeah go first okay well my favorite moment i think my favorite episode is i don't remember the name of it but it's the baseball tournament episode because mm-hmm. i'm a big sugino fan and i like them working all together and i love the gag of Kuro sensei being the baseball and they're like, how did he get so small? And they're just like, oh, it's perspective. He's just far out there, so he looks tiny to us. Mm-hmm. So I, that's kind of, that's my favorite. O- I would say that's my top episode. I could watch that again.
0: I think mine might be um, the first island episode. Like when they do the cage attack and everything.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I think that it just like, I don't know. It's like it finally put everything together that, that we've been building up to. And then just showcased all their skills. And then I think it just had the most, like the funniest moments too. With like embarrassing him all at the beginning
1: oh i think i want to change mine can i change mine yeah i think i want to do the stag beetle episode
0: (laughs) the stag beetle did have a lot of funniest moments would have to be in the stag beetle episode and that's his eyes like when his eyes go out and he goes dwee
1: oh man i know this is gonna make i might i might edit the pauses out but where is it
0: in my notes
1: i'm trying to find the quote in my notes i think we all know what the quote is porn oh in the end pornography will save the world <laughs> i cannot that's like i'm like yes dude and i know like my family listens to this podcast but i'm sorry the, that's facts that kid is spitting oh, facts
0: uh favorite favorite quote oh my gosh would have to be adults sometimes need special care.
1: <laughs> oh no, I don't. Oh, the tentacles. The sound of this. What's worse, the sound of the tentacles or Takaoka licking his lips?
0: No, what's worse is the sound of the tentacles, Takaoka licking his lips, or the sound of the gun sucker. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's tough. The gunsucker wasn't too bad, but the worst is when he's in the in the it's soup. It's the
0: soup, the s- soup slurping.
1: Oh. oh, that that should be your text message Toe. <laughs> no,
0: honestly, it might be. Takaoka's final lip licking is at the top for worst. And then the soup sucking. And then the tentacles.
1: I think as the show goes on, it's like, we're trying to desensitize you from the sound effects.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: So when we get to the next one, it's not as bad.
0: Grossest moment.
1: Oh man, that's tough. For me. Grossest moment. It's
0: the, when he put the little skin things, the oil absorbers, and then he just pulls out like that brick of gunk
1: and the bullet won't go through it because yes. it's so thick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I was going to say the same episode, but when he gets out of the bathtub and all the water is like a gel around uh. him, like a giant jello mold. Anyway, why is Koro-sensei so gross? <laughs> uh,
0: I think another one for me is this one. Um, like threw down that spray can and then so he was just like snotting all over the place.
1: Oh, he's like, I'm not crying. These are my nostrils. Yes, that
0: was so nasty.
1: Oh, man koro sensei is he's gross but i think we love him
0: yeah i don't know i i don't think i would want to see like a real life version of him i know there's a live action movie of this
1: i do think think maybe one day we should do a watch along with all our listeners with that movie, maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll, we can pick a whole bunch of different movies from animes we're doing, and we'll do a watch-along.
0: Maybe if we build, like, a Discord.
1: Yeah. If that's something you want us to do, let us know. Because I know Allie Cat is the Discord queen now. <laughs> she can she know has all the Discord
0: I have all the bots. Knowledge, <laughs>
1: All the bots. If there's a bot, she has it. So, oh, that... You know what? I, we will work on that and we'll we'll get something up and going for next month. So we finished Assassination Classroom Season 1. How many shots do you give the full season, Alley Cat?
0: I think I have been pretty steady on this. I'm still going with a four out of five. What are we? Four out of five shots. Yeah.
1: I also am going to give it a four out of five shots. I don't think it's perfect because I don't want to be like five shots and then another anime be five shots, but that was better. Mm-hmm. I think it's a solid four shots. Yeah. It's enough to get you super, enough to get you wasted. <laughs> so four shots. But that wraps up Assassination Classroom for us. So that means next month we're starting a new anime. And that anime is Hunter x Hunter. Is it called Hunter x Hunter? Or is it called Hunter x Hunter?
0: I don't know. When I hear on Adult Swim, they always say Hunter x Hunter.
1: All right. We're watching Hunter x Hunter next week. And I don't know off the top of my head the season breakdown but i will be posting it on our twitter and instagram what episodes we'll be watching for next week's episode and i know you can watch it on funimation and netflix so if you want to get a head start from us those are where you can check it out so sorry i got i was looking at the notes and i got confused so if you want to follow us we have a tiktok instagram and twitter all at the anime bar hopefully a discord soon And as always... Cheers!